Today, I am talking to my friend Jody Tidwell Bourne about websites. We're just beginning the journey to redo our website for our management company, and it's really, really exciting. But I want to make sure I really do this right. And Jody's going to tell us all about a number of things that we should avoid and the mistakes people often make when they're building a website. So this is going to be a good one. Listen in. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. Do I keep saying we're having a heat wave? We are having a heat wave. And it looks like the whole of July in Ontario is going to be above normal. Some rain, some thunderstorms, not a lot. My new victory garden is growing well, but not as well as it would be if it had some rain. But anyway, that's going to come. Anyway, you don't want to hear about that. You want to hear about what we're talking about today, which is websites and the mistakes that many people make when they are building a website or, as I am doing over the next two months, redoing our website. Going back to the drawing board, creating something new and up to date. And I want to shout out to Real Tech Webmasters, who is the, uh, and, and the company that is doing our website. And we've, we've kicked off with a couple of calls with them. So delighted with what's transpiring so far. I really love working with these guys. It was a very close call when it came to deciding who was going to do our website. We decided long ago, we wanted to choose a company that specialized in larger property management websites. There's so much involved with tying the website and the listings in with the PMS. So you've got to make sure that whoever you choose to do the website understands this. They understand that if you're using a property management system, that they are able to work with that PMS to draw in all the data from the PMS so that it appears on your website. It's not just as easy as creating a website, folks. So I also want a huge shout out to April Peelerburns and Intercoastal Net Design. And I'm going to put the URLs for both Intercoastal Net Design, ICND, and Real Tech Webmasters on the show notes. There was barely anything to choose between them. I, I love April. I love Mike Todd and the team at Real Tech. We had a really hard job choosing. And, and there were a couple of factors that helped us make that choice. But you know, if you're out there and you're a larger company looking for a really robust website, I would, I would say go to both of these I mean, I just had great relationships with both April and Mike, and I hate that when I have to make that choice. And I know that ICND produced the most amazing websites. I know so many people who have got their websites and they are terrific. I also know a lot of my friends who have real tech websites. So, you know, it all comes down to personal choice in the end. 
I could not make that decision. Um, so I had to put it out. You know, we had the long discussion with our team and we went through everything. Price actually wasn't a huge factor at the end. Mostly it was, you know, we, we, we looked at, I'm not even going to go there. There was barely anything to choose between these guys. Okay. So I'm talking today to Jody Bourne. Now Jody has been on the show several times before. She's an absolute whiz on social media, social media marketing, but you may not know that she also designs websites and she designs some pretty amazing websites too for the smaller operator. So we know that with a book direct strategy, the number one thing you have to have in place is a good website. So Jody's my go-to person for anything to do with all this technical side of, you know, building a smaller website and creating a really good one for a independent or smaller property manager. Another one to consider is Jason Sugar at SugarWeb. Uh, Jason is working with Mike, my son, and uh, Jason, Jason Beaton, our technical marketing, uh, digital marketing person. Jason, I always forget the title we have for you. Um, but, uh, but the two Jasons are working together on creating vacation rental website templates. And this is really, really exciting. So I'm going to put all the details on the show notes. You'll be able to see Realtek, be able to see ICND, Jody's site and SugarWeb. So make sure you go there and take a look at those four, because these are the ones I'm really recommending at the moment. Okay, without further ado, let's move on over to my interview with Jodie Bourne. So I'm super happy to have with me today uh, Jodie Bourne uh, from Wimberley in Texas. So super to be able to see you as well as hear you, Jodie. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining me again. You're welcome. I love coming on the show and seeing you. We saw each other and had lunch and gosh, it seems like a year ago, but I guess it was just this winter. We were talking about that this morning and, and just saying, because Phil was saying, you know, wasn't that before COVID? And I said, yeah, absolutely. We were in a packed restaurant in Kerrville and there was no thought. I don't think we even, I don't think it was even on our radar at the time, was it? I don't think so, but it should have been. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I guess that was February. And uh, so how it was uh, February. Yeah, yeah. How quickly things have changed since then. But, yes, uh, it does seem like a completely different year. Yeah. Well, as, as I was just saying to you, you know, I, I need America to get better so we can drive our RV across the border again. Right. Everybody needs America to get better. <laughs> I mean, every country, I guess, but we're, we're bad right now. We're the, I think we're the worst, but. Oh, oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. I won't go so far to say it. it's going to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Magically. Magically. Yes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we're talking, we're talking websites and I am, um, you know, you are, you are building websites for vacation rental owners and vacation rental managers. And just, uh, just tell me a little bit about the one you're building for my friend, Jennifer Whaling. Oh, we just finished it in May and, or maybe early June, and it's great. She has um, 25 properties um, up near you um, on a lake, uh, Lake Huron, and we had a good time. Jennifer built websites as part of her professional career in the past, and so it was really great working with somebody that kind of understood, um, and um, she had a lot of properties. We 
worked hand in hand on getting every, all the content together. So it was fun. It's cottagestays.ca is her site. Yeah, and I will put that on the show notes so everybody gets to yeah, have, a, a, have a look at that. She's been uh, like a... I guess we've been working together for a while. She took one of my marketing courses a while back. She's great to work with. Yeah. Oh, well, it's fantastic because she's, um, her company is a member of our Ontario Cottage Rental Managers Association. So we haven't talked recently because we've all been completely floored with the demand in the past uh, in the yes. ever since we opened on June the fifth, we have never seen a time where where we've had we are one hundred percent occupied. Completely, <laughs> we have nothing. That is so great. In fact, we're she and I um, have been playing tag, I guess, because we still have a couple of follow up things to do, and she's so busy. She doesn't even have time to text me back sometimes. I know. I mean, everybody is in it's in exactly the same boat because the demand. Because nobody's going away. Their kids aren't going to camp. Um, so everybody's staying home. Um, so I'm really glad she got a new website to go into this season. We haven't. We are, as I mentioned in the introduction, we, um, we took on um, a company called Real Tech Webmasters to do uh, our, our site. And, and we've just started working on that. So we will have a new one. It's going to be launched early September. But this is a fantastic time to talk to you. Because they're doing, while Realtek are doing all the tech side at the back, ensuring that all our listings from our PMS, you know, come through to the website in exactly the way we want them to. And and all the other ins and outs of APIs, etc. I've got to build my navigation system. I've got to build my pages. And I think this is something I need to hear from you, that when somebody goes to a web designer and gets them to design a website you cannot just sit back and say okay over to you off you go no (laughs) no you can't it has to be a partnership now you know there's some people that there are web designers you can use that you can trust you know but they're even when you trust somebody you need to be hand in hand watching understanding so important so and you've also got and you've got to supply them with the material you know, you, you can't go to somebody and say, okay, design me a vacation rental website and expect them to know what you want on it. Oh, that, exactly. And the, the material, professional photos, your lit, yes, everything. It's really, how many properties do y'all have? Like 100, over 100, right? Yeah, about 150 uh, at the moment. We're, we're building up. We, we lost a lot during the last few months as people decided not to rent or whatever, but we're, we're marketing 150 or so at the moment and we're building our inventory. So we expect to be back to about that 160, Yeah. Wow. I, I do not envy the person or the people building your site <laughs> <laughs> at well, all. Well, you know, I'm, I'm leaving them to do their thing, but I've got to supply them with the right stuff. You know, I've got to supply them with, exactly. you know, they're getting at least we have a website already so all our listing material is on that website but it's the other things that i need to think about and i don't want to make any mistakes we've made tons of mistakes on websites in the past and we've had a couple i don't want to make the mistakes so you're my go-to person for (laughs) really you know the, the the planning the design and the execution of of a website so you've got a list of the 10 things that I need to avoid and the mistakes perhaps that uh, I shouldn't be making to share with everybody, because I think this is, this is going to be useful for me, useful for everyone who's out there thinking of starting their first website, 
And if you're going to be doing a book direct strategy, that's number one on the list. Start your website. Or if, like me, you've had a website around for a long time and it needs a, a, a facelift or a complete overhaul, which is what we're doing. Or for some people who've perhaps been rent, you know, they've, they've been working on rented platforms. They've been, they've, they've had a website with, with a company that's hosting everything and really owns their site. And now they want to come do their own. So what shouldn't I do? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully your web designer knows all of these things (laughs) or or else I'm going to, I'll I'll have to do a little audit of your site, but I'm I'm sure that they have a, a very good idea of all of these mistakes because they're, they're pretty common. And yes, you're right. If you're going to be booking, if you want to book direct, if you want to get away from the OTAs, it's, you have to have a website. So um, yeah, it's definitely a must do. So, um, and I have more than 10 mistakes, but I figured 10 was all we could cover today. (laughs) But um, so there's a lot of mistakes. I see, you know, I get calls all the time for people from people to build their sites so I've been able to really kind of pinpoint things that have been people have been doing wrong for, for quite a while and making notes. Um, and it's so funny because it's almost every time the same same kind of things. So um, as far as the sites that I redo for people. So I'm going to start with just specific to vacation rental websites, some of the mistakes that they make. And then I'm going to talk about things that, you know, all websites um, have have problems with. So one of the biggest things I see on vacation rental websites is there's not enough conversion opportunities. I call them CTAs, calls to action. Um, a conversion is any is what you want your visitor to do when they come to your site. And as a vacation rental owner, you want them to do two things. Well, three. One is book slash inquire. Um, if you're not direct booking, um, then it that inquire function is just as important. So, and what I see, the mistake I see is there's a booking form on one page. It's really hard to find. You kind of have to scrounge around in the site to find the um, booking form, the right booking forms or a booking form. There's not a call to action. You know, it's really important to put bright colored buttons and, um, or maybe not bright colored, but you want a contrasting color to the rest of your site. You want those buttons to pop out that say, book now, inquire here, check availability, download our, our, you know, get on our newsletter list, download our, you know, lead magnet or destination guide. So you want all of that to be easy to find and front and center everywhere on your site. So um, that's one mistake. And then another mistake that I see, and I think this comes from uh, Wix sites mostly, although I have seen a few other sites that do this. Some of the, the rented sites do this. And what they do is they have one page for their property photos that says gallery, one page for their listing description, one page of just reviews. Everything is kind of all, all over all of these sites and you can't find the information you need. People want it fast, quick, easy. They want to go to your website, go to the page about your property and see everything from the photos, the description, where you're located, a little map or at least some kind of idea of where to, you know, what things to do nearby, what you're nearby. 
and then also a booking or inquiry form on that page, all one page. I, I think you know, you really hit the nail on the head because I've been, I've been looking at a lot of um, sites recently, keeping in mind that the reason why people book with Airbnb or booking.com or HomeAway is that it's easy. It's simple. Get in there, see everything at once, press the book now button. So you've got the, the two, the um, everything's on one page and there's also a clear call to action. Book now and it's done. You can do it within. And I think if you can't get to a booking page within, I don't know, 30 seconds, yep. a minute, you're going to lose them. They'll go somewhere yep. else. And so I think that's really important. I've seen so many of, and I think people think that, you know, I'm going to create my own website and, and I need a lot of pages. Yep. So I'll separate everything out into different pages. And then you end up with, with just massive navigation to actually find yes. anything. But yeah, that, that, that's great. So if, and, and the other thing is, if you go to a property management site, you do find everything on one page. You know, go to a property and there it all is listed. And it doesn't mean, yep. you know, it, it gives you so much scope to use all your other pages for all that lovely content on the location then. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's especially now we're, we're in the world of mobile phones. People people want to be able to get to the page quick and go, you know, mm-hmm. find the information they're looking for. Another thing that uh, you can use to help with that um, is what's called anchor text. And I've started doing this on every site I design. It's really important. So what that means is at the top of the page, you know, you come to a page and you have to answer your users' questions, your visitors' questions. Some visitors' question is, I want to see photos of the backyard. Some questions are, you know, what amenities do they have or do they have towels? Some questions are, where is this located? Everybody has a different uh, immediate question. And so, you know, what are the rates? That's a very common question. So anchor tags, what that is, is at the top of the page or somewhere in the first upper section, I I say above the fold, but it may be the second level under the fold, a quick link to where they can hop to that specific information. They want to see rates drop down to here. And that will take that, you know, that long page and make it easier to get to the information people are looking for. So that's one way of spreading the content out but keeping it all on one page. So um, yeah. I highly recommend using using anchor text. So another problem that I see is something that you have talked about in the past is the about page, the about us. Even people who I design websites for, and I just, um, that's one of the pages of content they get with my basic package and they don't want it. They don't want to talk about themselves. They, and it is such a mistake. The reason people are booking from you is because they want to book from a person and they want to know that person. They want to trust that person. They want to see that person. So, um, you know, that's so important. And I know you did a great podcast and I forgot who you did the podcast with, but the about page conversation was so important. I did one, um, actually the the last week I did, uh, episode 200, uh, 200, 345 that is on the 10 best about us pages. Well, it's in fact, I started out with it being 10 best about us pages, but it it morphed into something more about how to create a good about us page. And I ended up with an acronym, which is, which I called map. So you map your about us page and that makes it memorable, appealing and personal. Yes. (laughs) Oh, 
I'll have to go back and listen. I didn't listen last week, so I have to go back and listen. That's awesome. I searched through a lot of About, about Us pages. And I mean, Tyanne Marsink does a fabulous one. You know, she starts her About Us page and she said, my husband and I eloped to Scotland. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it's yes. nothing about the vacation rental, but it's memorable, you know, and she's got this picture of them. You've seen that picture sort of um, Tyanne and Nat, right. Nat on the Scottish moor with the wind blowing and she's wearing plaid. And that was the picture that actually made it to Condé Nast. Oh, okay. But, she, yes, I've seen her about page and it's great. Yeah. I meant to send you, send you one from one of my recent sites, Happy in the Keys. Oh. And their about page is so awesome. And it's titled, actually titled Our Story, but it talks about them and uh, why they love the Keys so much. And it's very personable pictures of their kids and grandkids and dog. And yeah. um, they're, talks about their team because they have a small team um, with, that works for them. So but those are all, you know, so important. But so anyway, the about page um, is this my second or third. Third. Um, that was number three. Do what? <laughs> that was number three. So next is number four. That was number three. Okay. No, I'm, I'm keeping um, score. <laughs> <laughs> yay. Good. So when I get to number 18, you're going to go, wait a minute, wait yes. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the fourth thing um, that I'm I see um, a lot, and I know everybody in the industry has been preaching on this forever, but it's so so true, especially in my opinion, when they when you get to the point of a website is non professional photos, and there's multiple reasons for this. One is you definitely want to show off your property in its best light, and a photographer is the best person to do that. But the other reason is even if you have some great snapshots that you've taken of your property, they're not big enough for a website. So the, they're pixelated on certain screen sizes. I can't use, so I use a lot of header images and background images from the photos of the property and you can't use them if they're pixelated and, and small um, as, as far as file size. So it's really important that you have professional photos, not only of your property, but the destination that you're, you're in, because, you know, the same thing, if you're just using a, you know, a snapshot from a cell phone, that's great for Instagram, but it's not great for a website. You want to look very professional and polished um, if you can uh, as much as possible. And I've gotten to the point where I just tell people these photos aren't going to work and I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything with your website because I can't make it look better. Yeah. And then another issue that I have with photos all the time is they will have a professional photographer come in, but they didn't stage well. So there's toilet lids are open. There's a half a roll of toilet paper, you know, in one photo, there's a can of like Lysol spray that I've seen like sitting on the back of the, the toilet and, Gosh, there's leaves in the yard, dust on the windows, so many things. And when you're looking at a website and you bring up this great photo of a, of a room and it's, you know, big on your site and then it, you know, there's dust on the windows or spider cobwebs in the corners. So that's something you, when you talk to a photographer, you need to make sure they understand how to stage photos for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I know I'm guilty of this sometimes and unfortunately my business partner is is amazing at photoshop but i'll come back you know we go out because we've got so many properties and we 
they're in so many diverse locations. We can't always get a professional photographer to go in. So we've got great cameras. I've done Tyann Marsink's course on photography. So I think I'm doing it pretty well, but I'll come back and I, I shoot all in raw and then we uh, yeah, I send it over to Craig, my business partner, and he, he adjusts all the photos in uh, Lightroom. And he'll say, mm-hmm. did you mean to leave that beer bottle in the corner? <laughs> Do you think we should leave the dog bowls? <laughs> <laughs> I just and, and this is this is the reason why you, you do need you know a professional photographer who can actually has the eye to say you know there's an empty coffee cup in the sink that is yeah. you know I mean we can photo those you know we, we do Craig photoshops all my flubs out but you know it's things that we, when you get into bedrooms a bedroom can be totally ruined by scrumpled pillows or, or a blanket or a cover yeah. that is is not staged. So you're absolutely right. I love that. That's, that's, that's so important because you could spend a lot of money on a website and then not get the, not get the conversions because your pictures are bad. That's exactly right. And that's a big reason when I do, I, sometimes I do audits of people's Airbnb or their listings on Airbnb or VRBO. And it's one of the biggest things, photos and no lifestyle photos too. I really feel real strongly now um, about the, the lived in look of your home. So yes, you should have the still shots and the, and the, that, but you should also have kind of a live, you know, there's nothing wrong with margarita glasses on the deck and somebody sitting in a swing or on a hammock, you know, kids in the pool playing. It's okay to have those photos mixed in with your, you know, your regular listing description photos. I remember, but, um, I remember talking to Alan Egan years ago, cause Alan is, is a photographer as well. And, he he used to do a short course on photography and there was a couple of things that always stood out to me about uh, a swimming pool. He said, so often you see the photo of the swimming pool taken and it's just a still swimming pool. That's it. And he said, if you can get the water, a ripple in the water and take a picture of that and the ripple in the water and, and a lounging chair with a small table with an open book and a coffee yeah. cup or a glass of wine. And he said that... That's staging, that's setting the scene because people will see themselves, you know, they've just got out of the water, they're heading back to the lounging chair, they've left some ripples behind them. And I've never, yeah. for, I've never forgotten that. That's good advice. The same with hot tubs. Yes. Just turn your jets on, put a couple glasses of wine on the edge, and all of a sudden you can see yourself in that hot tub. Yeah. Yes, the just hot tub. Right the hot tub with the uh, with the lid on. <laughs> it's just yes. doesn't have the same yeah. effect, right? <laughs> That's right. Okay, number um, five, number five. We got to move to number, number five. five. So this is a big design mistake, and this is true of lots of websites. I see this all the time. There's way too much content on the screen. It's like an episode of Hoarders, you know. <laughs> you can, <laughs> There's just basic, there's just stuff everywhere and it's brightly bright colors and flashing lights and link underlying linked text. And there's no discernible white Mm -hmm. space, which makes it really easy to read and easy for people to focus on the content and the photos that you want them to to focus on. Um, And this is so common. Uh, And a lot of times when you look at these sites, if you you look, I can look at the source code and see they were designed in like 2009 or 10 or 11. And 
So that's a huge mistake right there in itself is having a site that's that old. And then also all of these, like, I mean, it's just a blur of content. Yeah. Um, and then also just being able to, uh, with, with your words and photos, you want them designed well. You want headings, subheadings, short paragraphs, bullet points, icons that kind of tell a story. You know, you can use a little dog icon that, and people know that means pet friendly. So you don't have to spell it out in a full paragraph. Now you may want to, not to say you don't want to in another place, but you know, there's ways to use your language and your headings mm-hmm. and subheadings to point out things without having to specific, you know, write specific paragraphs about it. So that's a big mistake on lots of sites that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in that same vein is not having enough photos on the page because photos and graphics spread out your content and they give context to it. So, you know, it's it's um, a good idea to you never want to have a, a blank page of just words. Yeah. You always want an image, two images, depending on the length of the page. You want those because, you know, images tell, what is it, a thousand words? <laughs> and we know, we know people, people don't have the time. They do not read. I, I, oh, no. I, I get overwhelmed by seeing just so much text. So you scan over it and then you probably miss something. We often say to our guests, you know, well, it was in the listing but there is so much stuff that we put in our listings. So this is something that we are going to be looking at in the yes. new site. And maybe when we've got a lot to say about a property, then maybe separating it out into separate headings so that they, they can yes. jump to where they using, want to be. I've started using tabs on the websites I build. So where they can quickly find the tab that goes back to, um, you know, and Jennifer's site actually has, has the tabs. You know, if they want to read more about the bedrooms, it's right here in this tab. Yeah, You know, um, so I, I really, it, any way to separate out, and you're right, people do come back and say, I didn't read that. Well, it was in the listing description that's 17 paragraphs long. It's, yes. you know, page seven, line four, paragraph B. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. We, you know, in our urge to tell everything and make sure they know everything, uh, we can we can make the mistake to, uh, and and we just become overwhelming. So so that that's a yeah. great point. Okay, we got to number seven yet. This is this is great. I'm learning. We're on seven. Are we on seven already? <laughs> well, maybe this ten will go to twelve. I've I've got seven now. This I've got. Seven. Okay, seven. <laughs> so the next one is page load time, site load speed. As you said earlier, you you have just a few seconds for the people that come to your website to see the content, especially if you're doing ads, if they found you from a Google ad or a Google search or a Facebook ad, something like that, then they want to see what they want to see fast and they want your site to load fast. And there's lots of technical tools that you um, can use to test your website speed. Google has a tool itself. There's a Another site called Pingdom that I use a lot that can tell you how fast your page loads. Most of that goes back to your image size. Your images need to be big but little, so that's kind of hard to explain, but they need to be compressed and optimized for web speed. So, you know, you can't have a a four megabyte photo, you know, that's Mm -hmm. 1,800 or actually bigger than that, 3,500 pixels wide. You need to have small 
optimized photos that are optimized for your website. And then there's other other issues that can come up. Too much coding, too many plugins if you're using WordPress, you know, all of those things cause page load speed to go down. And it's really, that's probably... Um, at this point, one of the biggest mistakes I see, mm-hmm. and it also affects your Google rankings. Google is not going to show your site to people when they when your page load speed is is low. So you definitely, definitely, if that's the only thing you learn from today, go to Pingdom Tools or Google Tools and see how long it's taken to load a, a few pages of your site. And and I have been. I'll tell you. <laughs> My my story. I spent years, Jody, trying to learn WordPress, and you know everybody does. I'm going to learn WordPress, and I'm going to create my own website. I learned after it, it took me a long time to realize that this, you know, that there are people out there just like you who do this stuff, and my time is valuable doing the stuff that I'm good at, and yep. leaving the stuff that I really like to do but I'm not good at to somebody else. And, but in my, in my time of playing around with WordPress, I got totally romanced by plugins. <laughs> just, oh my God, there's thousands of plugins. There's one for this and there's one for that. And I, I applied them all to my site, put them all on my site. And then I had, I think it was Conrad O'Connell who we had come and have a look at the site at one point, And he said, you've got a lot of plugins. He was very, very polite. <laughs> you have a lot of plugins i want you to tell me how many you use on a daily basis how many of these actually add value to your site how many of them are just ones that you just you know it was a bright bright, shiny object (laughs) and and we stripped out a ton of plugins and speeded up the site just no end yeah Yep, that's that's definitely true. That plugins can, and also they need to be updated. But I'm not going to go into plugin mistakes. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they. And that's the other thing that Conrad said. And you've never updated them ever. Yeah. You know, and I, I have a list. Of, um, I think it's on my website, but it may be just in a document I shared in one in my Facebook group. That's some of the best plugins that you can use for your WordPress site. So um, I'll see if I can dig that out somewhere and, and send it to you for the show notes. Okay, I'll um, um, remind you of that. Okay. Um, okay, so we're at eight, right? Yeah. So in the same vein of being optimized for page load, you need to be optimized for responsive design. You cannot at all have a site that you cannot see on your mobile phone correctly, tablets, different screen sizes, I test on three browsers and four screen sizes. So it's really, really, really important. And and Google also offers a tool to help you with that. It's called, um, you can Google search uh, Google mobile responsive tool or something like that. I have it bookmarked on my computer, so I can't remember, but just Google search Google tools for responsive design. And it's just, you just put in your URL and it will give you a grade and it will tell you what's wrong. Mm-hmm. So um, that's so important. People on their phones, they want to see the website. They want to be able to book. So included in being responsive is not just the text size and the white space and the image galleries, but it's also going through that booking process. Is yeah. it easy 
to do on a mobile phone? Is it intuitive on a mobile phone, just as it is on your website? It need, definitely needs to be. Yeah, we we found this um, last last year when we had some, you know, we had the opposite problem last year and weren't getting the conversions. So uh, when Jason, Jason Beaton went in and had a look at it and he saw the bounce rate on our um, booking page was just way off the charts. He said, you've got all these people coming in, they're, they're as, as warm as they can get because they've got to your booking page. And he said, they're bouncing out. So we looked at, you know, what's the reason for this? And one of them was we had this long form for them to fill in. Now, if you looked at the form on a desktop, it was it was quite neat and nicely laid out. But when we looked at it on a phone, it was a mess. It was a mess. No wonder people were jumping out. So, mm-hmm. so we made some changes there. We'll be making more changes with with the new site. But our last site was built in. Where are we now? Twenty twenty. It was probably built in. Probably built in two thousand and twelve. I think. Um, oh wow! I'm, I'm thinking we've had it about eight years. And at the time, we it, it was responsive. At the time, it seemed right. to be responsive. And at that time, only around 60% of people were using mobile phones. You know, a lot were still on desktops. But now it's everybody. I spoke to somebody the other day and I realized, you know, I know we need a new website. When I had to say to him, ah, you know, I'm trying to explain something. I said, oh, you're on a phone, aren't you? <laughs> and he said, of course I'm on a phone. <laughs> exactly (laughs) and and i you know it was it was something that on the site that did not convert well it didn't resize well and you know that if i hadn't been if we weren't going through this process of redoing our website that would have been the a a big big trigger so i think it's Mm -hmm. worthwhile for you know for anyone to look at your web your current website and then definitely go through this tool. So I'll, I'll find it and put the link to it on show on the show notes, the Google. I'll send it to you. Remind me and okay. I'll send it to you when we get off the phone. I just said the Google. I said the Google mobile. Google. Google. <laughs> hey, that, that's, okay. that's we have, great. Wait, two more. So out of all of these that I have, I'm going to talk about two that I think are um, extremely important. So one is no SEO strategy, which is super important. And SEO, for those that don't know, is search engine optimization. That's a mark. It's marketing. So it means, you know, getting your site showing up on Google searches, organic Google being whatever search engine. And there's two parts to an SEO strategy. There's understanding keywords, understanding what your content needs to be about, understanding what your competition keywords they're using is really important. And if you're blogging, which I think everybody should have some sort of a blog on their site, even if it's just static pages, but it's also what you do on your website to make sure that Google sees what your site content is about. And so there's, um, you know, you you sign up for the Google tools, that's Google Search Console, um, you submit your sitemap to Google, you have to put in heading tags and meta descriptions so that when somebody does an organic search, then in the search results, a lot of people don't know, they can actually type in what what people see in that snippet of information from that Google shows. Mm-hmm. So those those are called Google snippets. Um, and all of that 
is so important on your website. Um, you, you just have to have it because otherwise your, your site, if Google doesn't understand what your site is about, they can't tell people what your site is about when they're searching for something. So it's extremely important. So like I said, not only to understand keywords, um, there's a great tool called Keywords Everywhere that you can use to understand keywords a little better and which ones are being searched. Um, and then there's also, you know, like if you're using WordPress, there's a plugin called Yoast. Uh, there's another one called Squirrely, which is what I use. Squirrely has a little free course that goes along with it. Both of those tools are uh, amazing to help with the SEO part of your site. That's fantastic. So, and I'm I'm certainly getting into this at the moment. I talked to Damien Sheridan a couple of weeks ago about um, SEO for vacation rentals. And da- Damien is the person that is, uh, he's sort of right in the... Um, into the book direct show so into so so damien is the uh, founder of the book direct show which is going to be launched uh, at the end of end of september and i'll put a link to that um but damien is in fact an, an seo specialist and uh, and he did a great chat with me about seo but i've also recently found neilpatel.com Oh, yeah. And hold on a second. I'm just going to that that site because he has a new free tool. Once again, trying to find. Darn it. It was right here. Neilpartel.com. Uber Suggest. He has got oh, a yeah. free tool called Uber Suggest. I mean, it's a paid tool, but it's also free. Um, mm-hmm. And it says, so I'll, I'll put a link to that as well. It says, want more traffic? Uber Suggest shows you how to win the game of SEO. And yep. you're able to see what your what your competition is doing, and see where the backlinks are, and all, and then it comes up with a ton of content ideas. So, I yep. put Uber Suggest is awesome. Yeah, so I got excited. Another, about tool, that. You can, <laughs> another tool you can use um, is the Moz Bar. It's yes. from Moz, and it, it can tell you. You can kind of look at your site through the Moz Bar, and it will tell you some of the mistakes that you're making with your SEO. Excellent. So yeah, we're going to have a lot of links on these show notes. So that's fantastic. Yes, I am 100% invested, investing my time into SEO for this new site. So, uh, so great. Yeah, great topic. And we got to number 10. Okay. Oh my goodness. So I know, right? <laughs> There's so many more mistakes. <laughs> um, so I guess the big, a big mistake that I want to talk about is either not using a professional, and that sounds like I'm plugging myself, and I'm not. I'm plugging any professional. <laughs> oh, I'm <with laughs> because you. <laughs> well, you have to vet vet your professionals definitely. There's some questions you should ask everyone that does your website, but when and you said earlier, rented site. When you're renting property from somebody like Logify or any of those sites, um, you know they do a lot of those things on their own. They make it secure, SSL, you know, secure, um, all of the some of those things. But when you own your own website, it's extremely important to know what you're doing to understand. Even if you just hire a website, so if you're going to build your own, like say WordPress site, even if you just hire an expert for a couple of hours to give you some ins and outs and pointers, 
take a course. There's lots of courses. I'm going to be having a course soon. There's a WordPress. There's a WordPress beginner school that has a lot. It's not vacation rental oriented, but there's a lot of good information. I think it's called WP Beginners or something. I'll find the link and send it to you. But um, I'm sure there's a web design for dummies book that has been updated or WordPress for dummies book. But there's you just have to you you there's just no mistake. If you think about your website as your storefront, if you own a store, you want everything in it to be you know perfect. You want to put your best foot forward. You want your you know your displays to look professional. You want you know the signage to look nice. You want your foundation and your roof all to be solid. You need to make sure that it's updated regularly. Um, all, like you said, the plugins, they have to be updated or they, they stop working. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, that's a huge mistake is thinking you can do it on your own quick and easily and not looking into some of those tech specs that are so important. Yeah. And I'm living proof of this, (laughs) living proof of this, (laughs) you know, the, the day I said smart people, I, smart people can do it tech for, you know, even if you don't have a lot of tech experience and you know that you're smart. So, you know, that you are fully capable, but it, it is one of those things you would never try to build your own house. Why are you trying to build your own website without at least taking a website 101? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot to it. Yes. I'm at the point now where I can go into the dashboard of WordPress, and I know it. I understand it. I can post blog posts. I can add, you know, I, I can add something to the menus, to the navigation of it without breaking it. Um, mm-hmm. I understand how to upload media and how to use the media. These are the things that it, it's great to know. But I think unless right. unless you are really comfortable with with coding to be able to look at a website and see that under that code underneath it and understand what it does. Then I think, you know, that's the time time you really do need to hand it over to a professional who knows that the the real inner workings, you know, it's, it's your, your car, you clean your car, you can change, perhaps you can change your own oil, but you probably wouldn't go into something much more in depth um, mm-hmm. you know, particularly with cars these days, which are so computerized, you probably wouldn't want to touch <laughs> that sort of stuff. You get somebody in to do that. Yep. That's right. Yeah. That's a good analogy too. a car. You, you want to get a new car every five or six years, or at least keep your car, you know, take it to the mechanic every once in a while, make sure it's working correctly. All of those things. So yeah, good analogy. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, I have 15 more of these things, so we we should, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do a round two. We could do a round two. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, yeah. You know, I want to give you a chance just to talk about the course that, uh, that you're putting together to help people to create their own websites. Oh, okay. Well, awesome. Thank you. Um, so I have a course. It is launching, um, should be launching the day that this airs or, or right around then. And I'll um, have... Um, a waiting list on my website if, if it's not quite ready, but it should be. I finished filming, just have to put it all together. Um, and it really, um, it's it goes into, I'm calling it build your own vacation on a website in four weeks. 
um, to be honest, you could do it in a week if you have all your content and everything. Um, you know, the course includes a checklist of the things you need before you start. But it's a WordPress site. Um, it goes through everything from setting up hosting to adding the SEO. Um, like everything that I talked about, it covers submitting it to Google Site Search, checking for mobile optimization, all of those things. Um, there's templates that you can download that you can add to your site. So um, if someone is so inclined to try to build their own website, I think it's a really good, um, it's a re really good course and it's lifetime access. Um, I actually, you know, would even send the videos if you purchase the course. A lot of people don't want to go into like the course database and find things. So um, I'll zip all the files and send them to you and you can do it either way you want. And then the course itself is, it's $895, which sounds like a lot, but it's not. If you, you know, if you were paying me to do your website, it's quite a bit more, depending on how many properties you had. So it's a, it's a pretty good value. But then I also have an add-on part to it, which is all about blogging. So um, blogging and lead magnets. So, and that's going to be an additional part of the course, because not everybody who has a website wants a blog. And so it's kind of an upgrade, I guess, is if you're interested in learning more about blogging, keyword research and all of that, then, mm -hmm. then there's that. So I'm really excited about it. You know that I have some pain issues with my, you know, when you work at a computer all day, I've had carpal tunnel and now I have, I'm having to have back surgery, I mean, shoulder surgery soon. So this gives me an opportunity to help people without actually having to do their website for them. So I'm <laughs> yeah. excited. And, uh, you know, I know from, you know, talking to people who've, who've gone through some of your other courses that they've, um, they've all been so happy with the outcome. And I know you deliver so much value. So, so that's fantastic. We'll, we'll send me all the, the stuff about the course. We'll get that on the show notes too. Yeah. Your show notes are going to be super long. I know. I know. I better start. But they it. always are. Your guests are always so generous with the information that they give. And share, I know. So. I know. I just, I like to think I sort of draw it all out of them, but. Uh, <laughs> you <they>. do. <laughs> oh, you know, Jody, this has been absolutely fantastic. Um, thank you so much for, for all that sharing. You know, I've, I've made a ton of notes here so that I can do the show notes because I made the mistake before of not writing notes and then I totally forget what we talked about. <laughs> so, you know, the best thing ever is the Zoom recording function. Well, it is recording, of course. Yes. 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 No, I have, I have double. I've got the Zoom recording and I've got it recording down onto an SD card as well. So I have everything, <laughs> but I also have my notes too. So, so thank you. You've helped me a, a super amount on thinking about my own website. And, uh, and of course we'll be talking, uh, you know, as, as we go through the rest of the summer, cause I, I still want you to teach me how to do Pinterest properly. Yes. Putting you on the spot now. That, that, that's the next course, right? After the WordPress, we're going to do that is the next course. course. The Pinterest course is coming up next. And I have people every day saying, I thought you were doing a Pinterest course. I thought you were doing. <laughs> so, yes. I, and I, I just, I blame how busy I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, just make a few extra hours in your day because I need, I need the Pinterest course. Well, my daughter just graduated from high school, so there will be no more morning and afternoon traveling. So that my husband says that gives you, four, you know, two and a half extra hours yes. a day. What are you doing? There you are. I'll, I'll make use of that. <laughs> right. Hey, Jody, thank you. Thank you. It's, um, 
tremendous that uh, that you spent the time with me today. I really appreciate it. Sure. That was amazing. And well, just so much useful stuff that I can look at when I get this all set out and done show notes. I'm pretty sure I will be referring back to this over and over again um, to to make sure we've covered this off. And then Jody said, well, I've got another 15 or so mistakes that people make. So I think we'll probably come back in, you know, maybe into middle of August or something and do sort of round two of, of this and talk about the, the other mistakes that people make. Because just covering off one or two of these is going to make such a huge difference to you if you want to do your website right. So much I'd love to talk about about that, but I know we're running out of time. So you're going to find everything that Jody talked about on the show notes and, and I will write it up a little bit more so that, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to listen to all of this podcast, well, of course you do, because you've got to this point. So you have listened to all of it, but, uh, but if you've forgotten something at the beginning, you can go to the show notes and you'll find it there. So that's it for another week. Uh, as ever, I would love to have a review from you if you go anywhere where you, any platform where you listen to this podcast, I'd love you to leave uh, a review for me. You know, as a vacation rental owner, vacation rental provider, that reviews are the lifeblood of your business. They are for me too, because the more people, or the more reviews that I have, the more people will come along and listen to the show. And it is the top rated show on vacation rentals. So I want to keep it that way. We are coming up on 700,000 downloads. So uh, I'm really going to be working at making that a million in the next year. I really want to come out and say, I've got a million downloads on the podcast. But yes, we're we're just coming up on 700,000 downloads, which is very humbling. I have to say, I feel hugely humbled at that number you know, these are the people who've downloaded this and listened to all my guests and my occasional ramble. So for now, thank you for listening to this closing ramble. And I hope you enjoyed the interview with Jody. And of course, I'll be with you next week. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you and I look forward to being with you again next week.